with Eileen. Hello and welcome to episode 19 of the Life and Curly Cues podcast with me, Eileen. Today I am joined with a wonderful guest and it has been 19 episodes and he has still not made an appearance and I convinced him to make an appearance this episode and it is my wonderful father, the man who had a part in giving me life. Um, so welcome, Dad. Welcome, everybody, and thank you for having me here. <laughs> He's in a, feels, uh, I don't know, but what I can see, it's he feels awkward and uncomfortable because he doesn't really like to be the center of attention. He likes to sit back and just watch from behind. Um, but I convinced him that he could, if he'll do it, I'll let him drink while he does it and <laughs> be casual. And so he's got his nice little old-fashioned right there. And so, yeah, so we're going to go ahead. Um, is there anything you want to say about yourself, Dad, before I get into the questions? Uh, no. All right. Then, Father, the first question I have for you is, as I ask all of my guests, what is the moment where you thought, oh, shit, now I'm an adult? So the moment. So I will probably have to say um, maybe when I was 17 years old. And um, I was a senior in high school, and both the Navy and the Army contacted me to possibly join the service. And I think at that moment is when I felt like it was time for me to 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 move on and and just do other things outside of just the normal data data of day life. Um, and it was it was kind of awkward because, uh, as I say, I was 17 years old, and um, my dad, being a Vietnam vet, nobody really expected me as the youngest of three to decide to join into the service. And I actually surprised them in the house when I brought in the recruiter from the Army because I had kind of committed to sign up in the Army, and I brought him into the house and told my parents, uh, I'm ready to sign up. However, since I'm 17 years old, y'all have to have uh, give the permission. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it was kind of, it was kind of interesting. Just, just the fact of here, here I am, 17 years old, living in Puerto Rico, uh, senior in high school, and I already had a plan set out to, to just join the army and just, just do some other things, just travel the world and 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 just do other things. So I think that was the moment that really. Uh, sticks to me, you know, um, over 25 years ago to say, you know what, it's time for me to go do bigger and better things. And, um, and then just start, just start a different chapter of my life. And, 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 and I I don't regret up to this day. I think it was just the, uh, the best, the best option that I, that I did at the time. And I think it, it made me the person that I am today, uh, just deciding to, uh, to join the service and, and, and serve this country uh, for, for, for 24 years now as a, as a retiree now. Um, but yeah, I think that was, that was the moment when I, when I kind of found out that, that, you know, it's time to be a, an adult and just do, do things uh, to, 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 to better myself. Mm-hmm. Did you ever, before high school and as you were kind of leading into it, did you ever think that, you were going to do something that wasn't the military? Or I um, guess, like, what did you think 
What did you want to be when you were a kid to grow so, up as? So I was so I was taught I wanted to be a I wanted to be a civil engineer. That was one of the things that I always wanted to do. I, I was always fascinated by by just kind of building and planning things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, um, my mom worked in a um, I mean we call it a, it's, a, it's a dispensary. That's what we call it. But it's actually like a um, um, a small hospital, and she was a uh, medical director secretary. So we spent a lot of time in in the in the hospital setting as well, and mm-hmm. and that's one of the things that kind of interesting interested me as well, uh, the medical field. Um, and it was one of one of the uh, it was a funny thing because when the army recruiter came to me, that was the job they they really offered me to okay. be a uh, what it was called back then a medical specialist. Uh, which it was none other than what it is now, a healthcare specialist, or as everybody better knows it, as a combat medic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that kind of caught my mind. It's like, well, I can actually do this, uh, something that it, it kind of interested me. Uh, but at the same time, it was just, um, I always kind of liked the, the health the health feel and just helping people. And I think that was just, it was just coincidence at, mm-hmm. at the time. And it was just kind of worked out. Uh, it, it worked out great. Something I want to mention um, to the listeners, how fitting, I mean, unless you haven't caught on already, but clearly my dad was in the army um, and this episode is right before Veterans Day. So thank you, dad. And thank you, everybody else who's listening, who has serviced our country in that type of way. Um, Lots of sacrifices have been made from all those people and from you in um, in general. And so thank you again for that. You're one of the people in that I know of that's really good at giving advice and sharing your knowledge with the world. You're a very wise man, I would say. Um, not going to call you old because you're not old just yet. <laughs> but um, what's what do you think is like a piece of advice that you've given or you've ever received that kind of has stuck with you and that's kind of helped either shape you or grow you? And build that character that you have. So, you know, I always go back um, to my my freshman year in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a, um, a basketball coach uh, by the name of uh, Rafael Barbosa. Uh, he was not only the, the pretty much every event coach <laughs> in the school, but he was also the uh, the math teacher. And okay. I always been pretty good at math and, and on my freshman year on the first trimester I think it was the first trimester of the first semester I was actually just doing my own thing and I really not really just working hard on on anything um and at first like I said at first I don't know I can't remember if it was the first trimester or the first semester um I I literally score I think my my grade at, at in math at that time it was like a like a f it was a fail because uh, I wasn't really doing a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And he pulled me to the side and, and he just, he shook me. He he told me, he's like, you know, you, you're better than, than what you're doing right now. Um, I don't know what's going on, but I know you can do better. And, and, and he pushed me to, to show that, that, that I was capable of more. And since that moment, I always have dedicated myself to give a hundred percent and and just try to instill that into everybody and just making sure that everybody understands that there's there's more than 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 what you think than what you see every day there's other things that you can that you can um that you can accomplish and needless to say after that conversation every semester after that it was a 
literally a 4.0 okay. on, on my math just because of that conversation mm-hmm. that, I, that I had with him. And he was very instrumental in, in just kind of leading leading the charge and and and, and change not so much changing me but guiding me in the in the right direction and just okay. make the right choices and that kind of stuck to me and every time i talk to you know through my years in the military and as and and talking to you to you guys as, as my children it's always been you know that that advice of of there's always more mm-hmm. there you you are meant to do something and, and, and you have to really find that that place that that it's gonna fit you well because that's what you're that's what you're seeking. You just you just don't know it yet, but eventually it'll be there. Mm-hmm. But you have to work hard for it. Which makes sense. Yeah. And and and, and I mean it, and that's everything in life. You you know it's it's one of those things that, um, you know, experience comes with time, um, and you you build certain ideas and certain morals and. And certain things that that, that that bring you up from a, from a family perspective, and and what my parents did to me, and my siblings as well, and it's just those things that that it, it just kind of made me the person who the person that I am today, and the person that I try to instill to you guys in terms of, you know, it's is 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 what you want. There's a goal, there's an objective, and you have to accomplish that objective by doing certain things. And yet there's there's thumps and there's rocks on the way, but all you have to do is just get over them and and just continue to move forward. And to me, that's that's always stayed in my mind. It just resonates every single day, just to just to continue, never stop. Don't take a step back and just continue to move forward. And things will just fall in place eventually. So then, what I'm taking away right now is so your adulting moment was essentially making that transition from young high school you to you in the military like that quick career change and kind of just having the military kind of choose your life essentially from that point on that's a key like high school shaping shaping you essentially and then once you leave high school that's kind of when some people would say is their moment when it's like shit I need to get my life together type of thing um kind of skipping ahead so you didn't do college the traditional way Correct. since you went straight from high school into mm-hmm. the military. Which, which she was actually let me let me just make mm-hmm. sure I put this down. Which she was interesting because that's one of the things that I that I joined the, the military for. Mm-hmm. I joined the military to to go to college. So originally, I had joined to be uh, on the reserves, on the army reserve, just to ensure that I was able to to go to training, do whatever I need to do, and mm-hmm. then come back and have them put me through. You School. know, through college, just mm-hmm. just like everybody else, maybe I would have just you know skipped a year in training, but that didn't that didn't plan out the way they were the way it was supposed to. You know, just because again, life happens. Yeah. You know, there's there's roadblocks on the way, and there's and there's and there's things that happen. There's there's life events that happen that change the course of life, and it's just a matter of just just making the best out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't regret anything that I've done up to this point because I mean I, I enjoy what I've done. Uh, but it's just one of those things that if, if, if they put something in front of you, move it over or just get around it and then eventually you get back on the right path. Mm-hmm. Um, so so that's that was one of the things that, like I said, I did about a year and a half, the first two years of reserve time. And then I just decided to go on active duty. Uh, and then college became the untraditional way mm-hmm. instead of my original plan of going the traditional way um, as you and, 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 and Jonathan did. So, so yeah, so it was, it was, it was, like I said, it was interesting. Mm -hmm. So 
you, how would you describe or what was your experience with being active duty, but then also, cause so, um, you did your college online, Mm -hmm. all three degrees you have Mm -hmm. are from online college. Um, what was that like kind of balancing essentially online school with your constantly demanding active duty career? So, so I'll tell you my, my associate's degree, it was, it was kind of hard. Because uh, as you know, traditionally, associate's degree will take you two years. Mm-hmm. And it actually took me a little bit over six years to get my associate's degree. Uh, but it was just because of, it, just, it was just time. It was just, you don't have enough time. Uh, and even though I did some resident classes in, mm-hmm. uh, on, on, my, on my associate's degree, uh, actually going to a, a classroom, not so much in the university, but going to an actual classroom within the base mm-hmm. uh, to do testing or just minor classes or things like that. But it was it was hard just because I was I was brand new starting a family. Uh, I think at that time um, you were already uh, that was a, about 2000. Yeah, so you were already about five years old, and then then Jonathan was about two two three years old. So it was it was a lot of I still have a I still have a 24 seven job that I mm-hmm. have to do, which is being on the on the military and just doing that mission. And, and the place that we were at wasn't the greatest. I mean, it, it was a demanding unit. And then at the same time, um, I had to go to college and, and better myself somehow. And, and it was it was kind of hard because I, I really didn't have the time because I worked from, you know, 5 in the morning to 5 in the afternoon. Then I, then I come home and I, and, I, and I, you know, and I have to care for you guys and I have to do things in the house and, and I have to do... Uh, whatever is needed as a as a parent to ensure that things are being done, but at the same time, I have to find time for myself to to read books, to to mm-hmm. research, to do homework, to do things like that. So that's why it took me a long time. And not only that, in the military, the only the tuition assistant only pays for so much a year, so you can only take so many classes per year. Okay. So that really kind of puts you puts you behind as well. But it but it but it's perseverance. You know, it's one of those things that. That I told myself, I joined the army to travel and to educate myself. So if it's gonna take me longer than the traditional way, then then I, I, I'll 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 accept that. Mm-hmm. But I won't just stop from doing that. I will continue to do that. Uh, just again, just because that that's always been my mentality is 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 to move forward and just complete what your objective is. And you know, it's, that's always been my advice to to everybody, even to young soldiers. Uh, while I was in the military, was always just, just put some objectives, even even if you have to write them down, and you have to do everything within yourself to accomplish those those objectives. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. To, that's what I did with with me as well. I had some objectives, and I had certain things that I wanted to accomplish, and and little by little, I did those things. Uh, but it was hard. Uh, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, it was hard. But uh, but I think I have a, a great support group within within my spouse. Uh, and within you guys that that really support me throughout the way, and and I think that's that that's uh, the 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 thing that got me through as well, just having the support of you guys, not only uh, from a from a dad standpoint, but from making sure that that at the same time I do things to mm-hmm. um, for myself as well. Yeah, and for not going the traditional way, you have three degrees and all paid by the military. Exactly, you have no debts nope. as far as school go, and that's. That's a really big um, kind of big difference, I guess, with traditional 
college without military and then college with or without college, non-traditionally or traditionally with the military. Um, Money-wise, it's different. So, like, I did not take the military route, so I do have lots of money, which is a major adulting thing that I got to deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's just different aspects of that that you kind of have to figure out on as you go type of thing. Correct. Um, what are the various, cause y- you were in the mil- you were in the army for 24, 24 years, mm-hmm. um, which is basically how old I am. And so I feel like from my perspective, I've seen you have, <laughs> um, different, I guess, MOs in the military. Like, I feel like I've seen you in different phases, mm-hmm. um, how many different, like, I guess, positions ha- did you have? So, so I mean, it's, it's, that's kind of a, a hard question to, to ask. Cause I mean, when you join the military, you have a, you have a job, uh, you train for as an, and, and again, as an enlisted man, cause I, I, I enlisted into the service. I, I did not commission into the service. So as an enlisted man, uh, you have a job that you signed up for. They train you to do certain things. So, I'll, so like for me, I was trained as a combat medic or as a healthcare specialist. Mm-hmm. That was my my first job in the military. So, so you kind of work towards that. But at the same time, you have a main job, which is you are you are always a soldier. Even though they give you technical expertise, you will always be a soldier. So, so the military kind of grows you. Uh, in terms of leadership because mm-hmm. eventually as you progress to rank you are going to become a leader somehow so that's that's why every stage of your of your military career it's it's all leading towards leadership and and leading individuals and the more you stay in the military that that the more rank you get and the, and the higher responsibility you get um so so in terms of positions i mean i i had everything from from just being a, 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 a lead of two or three individuals to having 500 plus individuals below me, uh, just with different levels of, of leadership in between. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I, so I can, you know, just to, to, to name a few. So, so I was a platoon sergeant. I was a drill sergeant for boot camp training. I was a, a first sergeant. Uh, I was an instructor for a, te- for a technical school. Uh, so, so the biggest thing is just leadership. I, I think to mm-hmm. me, the military just grows you in a, in a leader, in a leadership perspective. They, they want you to lead individuals into, into, into combat. Mm-hmm. Cause at the end of the day, that's, that's what the reality yeah. of, of it is, is you become a, you become a, a, an influencer. I mean, you become an individual that you have to tell somebody to stand in front and take point or take a bullet mm-hmm. for this country. But at the same time, you're leading them to be better. Yeah. So, so it's one of those things that I think it's 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 it's, it's just the way the military mm-hmm. um, drives you. You know, they drive you from a young private, a young individual to eventually leading the masses. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's 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 just kind of like the the mentality of it. Mm-hmm. It's just let's see how we can get you to influence anybody. Yeah behind you yeah and i think that i think you put that in a good way because i would say um as an outsider well not me as an outsider because 
because of you, I've been in this life. But as someone who has, like, looks at the military and they just think it's just all combat or anything like that, it kind of shows, like, the military is multifaceted, I believe is the term I'm going for, where you're not just doing one thing, you're doing all these different things and you're not only helping essentially the country but you're also helping yourself in gaining more knowledge and more experience in various aspects so that when you get to the point of like retirement or something you you have a lot to go off of and be able to say i did this and i know how to do this because of this and and i tell you that was that was one of the hardest parts because you know as a as a retiree you get out of the military with all these skills that you have learned for so many years Mm -hmm. But then it's kind of like, okay, what am I going to concentrate on? Because you've concentrated on so much. In order to find uh-huh. that, that one specific job that I want to do on the, on, the, on the corporate world versus I've been doing a little bit of everything yeah. for so long that now I just don't know what I want to do. So <laughs> it was kind of hard just because uh, it's a lot of, I mean, you, you have a lot of knowledge and a lot of experience on and and dealing with certain things with Mm -hmm. certain people certain events um with certain countries and and just i mean i mean you you come out and you're like i'm a jack of all trades take me for whatever you need me but but you don't have but you don't have a definition of who you are yeah and and reality so that was a that was a hard i was a hard part um coming out of the military into a into a corporate america and just trying to figure out okay how do I take that one skill that one mm-hmm. that I want to continue on versus I was so used to doing everything. Yeah. Versus now I just got to concentrate on one thing. Yeah. So great transition into now your retired life. So how many years have you been retired already? So it's been short time and it's going on almost two years now. Okay. So still pretty fresh mm-hmm. in the universe. Um, your transition from active to retired, um, was it essentially what you had planned or how you saw, I guess, retirement going, or was there like curveballs thrown? I mean, of course there's probably curveballs, but do you think it went as you had ever thought it would go? So, so I can tell you, honestly, um, I wasn't ready to retire at the time. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was, I wanted, I want, I still had objectives that I wanted to complete in the military. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but things didn't plan, didn't plan out the way that I, that I expected it. Uh, but I wanted, I mean, I, I I honestly tell you, I would have probably done another four or five years in the military, Mm -hmm. but I don't think at the time with everything that was going on and the way that the, the, that assignments were, were falling through, Mm -hmm. I was ready to make that, that next move. So I think at that time, that's what that's what made my mind to say, you know what, um, I think it's it's that time, you know. Somebody told me about five five six years ago, somebody told me your your mind and your body will tell you when you need to retire. And I tell you, two years ago, my mind told me it is time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not the same. The military is not the same. Um, the, the the camaraderie and the the atmosphere that I was raised up in the ranks it wasn't the same so I think it was that perfect time for me to say you know what I'm just gonna take a step back and just exit yeah at this time 
uh, while I'm still feeling pretty comfortable and good about what I've done so far. Uh, but it was hard. It was hard to, to transition out because you were so used to a, um, a fast-paced life. Um, and now it's more of, it's more of um, a little bit of anxiety kicks in because, yes, you have purpose, but it's not the same purpose. Mm-hmm. You're so used to one thing. It's, it's, you know, you get up in the morning and you already have 20 things that you have to accomplish. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You, know, it's just, you already have a mission. You have certain things that you have to do throughout the day. But, but now it's different because now it's, yeah, there is, there is a mission, but it's never changing. It's always the same versus in the military is an ever constant, constantly changing mission on a daily basis. So you're taking care of 20 things versus now. Uh, the job that I do now, I only take care of one thing. Yeah. So, so it's a very, it's a very, um, a very different life uh, now. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love it. I, don't, <laughs> I, I was don't about stress. to ask, are you enjoying it now? Oh, there's, there's no more stress in my life. Mm-hmm. I really, I don't have to stress about anything. Like a weight was lifted. It's big time, big time. I don't have to really think about what's happening the next day. I, I really don't because um, I'm on that mind frame that I'm only needed to do certain things. From Monday through Friday, from this time to this time, mm-hmm. any time outside of that, it's my time. It's no longer somebody else's time. You know, it's no longer I'm on call twenty four seven for whatever happens. It's, yeah. it's it's no longer that. So it's a it's a I mean it's a lot of weight off my shoulders because I, I don't have to stress. It's, I really don't. I just I just do what I need to do every day and just relax and and have a good time. That's a good answer. Good answer. Well, thank you for all of your wise knowledge and information on your military experience and kind of how that shaped you into the adult that you are now. Um, But now we're going to transition into the mug of questions, which is right there next to you. And since you are the guest, I'll have you go first to draw a question. And then you will answer said question. Go ahead and mix them up. I made sure any repeats were taken out because I've had that problem lately. <laughs> How much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck Norris? Whoa, that was a that was a curveball right there at the end. <laughs> yeah. I guess um, if that's not an actual question, what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> uh, n- no thoughts. Honey. Okay. Next. <laughs> That's a weird one. <laughs> I want to know who wrote that. <laughs> yeah, very weird. <laughs> you can draw a different question if you would like. <laughs> hey, dogs or cat? Dogs or cats? Oh, okay. Neither. <laughs> Why? Uh, I just don't. I don't like animals. <laughs> did you ever grow up with either? I did. Uh, my parents had a dog, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's never been a fan of, of pets, to tell you the truth. It just, yeah. <laughs> it's funny because you prob- you guys probably listening probably heard a couple dogs barking in the background. We do have two dogs at our house. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Two crazy dogs, but they're great. 
Favorite athlete. Go. Um, so favorite athlete. Yes. Wow. I personally don't have one. I just like watching sports in general. There's no one that I like follow, follow. And and I don't think I do either. I mean, I was I was raised in the Michael Jordan era, era, um, but I mean, I just like sports in general. I played sports sports throughout high school. I played basketball, um, and I played a little bit of um, volleyball, and I played a little bit a little bit of baseball as well. But I never really had a favorite per se. I think I just I just love the sports. Mm-hmm. I just love to watch sports. I mean, at, at this point, it's just it's just a matter of if I if it's more of the question of what sports you like the you like the best. I will probably say basketball will be the best, just because I was I was raised mm-hmm. with basketball. That's what I, I've done um, most of yeah. most of my high school time. You know, elementary elementary school, middle school, high school time. It was just more basketball. Yeah. And I think because of you, that kind of became our family's like go-to that, sport. Kind yeah. of, kind of. And as you know, you know, because that's that's one of the things that I pick when you know when the boys were, yeah. were small. It was more of being a basketball coach, mm-hmm. just because that was the game that I understood and that was the game that I played. And and going back to that coach that really taught me while I was in high school, you know, I wanted to kind of put that be spin, that. Mm-hmm. not so much be that individual, but put that spin and to help young kids to to find themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think that's mainly what I always, you know, consider myself that basketball is just the sport uh, that I like the most. Good answer. All right. One more question for you to pick. All right. Let's see. Oh, wow. This is a good one. What superpower would you want to have? Ooh. Let's hear it. Mm-hmm. Superpower. That's um. That's that's a good question. I tell you that. I don't think. I don't think it, it'll be much of a of just a superpower itself. I think if anything, um, I would just. I would just rather have, the power of being able to to touch individuals in mm-hmm. the sense of providing providing them just some some wisdom into the things that affected me growing up versus the things that may affect them that it might not be the same but at least it's just a a, a different perspective in providing that 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 knowledge and and just that those two cents that they might say you know what I'm that's a good that's a good advice mm-hmm. and and those are the things that I always pride myself as I was um, growing up in the military and 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 growing up in the ranks it was always people came to me for for advice and and even now I tell you even now I've been retired for two years and I still I still get individuals that that call me. Or text me or used to be soldiers of mine years ago mm-hmm. asking for advice asking for what should I do next you know what's best for my career versus what they want me to do and I think if, if anything that will be the the only power that I will that I will ask is just to have that 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 to be able to shine a light mm-hmm. 
to those individuals that need some some assistance because not everybody was was raised the same way and not everybody had the same the same um assistance or the same support mm-hmm. that i had when when i was when i was growing up uh so i think if anything that'll probably be the one thing is just to be able to to provide some wisdom and just to provide some some guiding light to those individuals that may need uh, may need that that's a really good and like deep superpower <laughs> So it's just that, like I said, it's just you know a lot of people just kind of get into the superpower. You know, I want to be strong enough. Yeah. I want to, you know, I want to fly. Or the I cliches. Wanna, and I want to do this, mm-hmm. but I, but I don't think, you know, sometimes we look at these superheroes, and I don't think it's the, that power that they have, the real that power that makes them what they are. That makes them who they are, mm-hmm. and that's and that's and that's pretty and that's true, you know. It's kind of like you know the, the cliche with you know Spider Man, you know with. With powers, you know, great responsibilities come on, but it's just, it's just, it's just not really that. It's just that now you become a role model, and I think that's what that's what the power is. You becoming that role model that people are gonna look at you and try to imitate you, or learn from what you do or don't do, and I think that's what it boils down to, you know. And I think those are the things that that in the military you'll see as well. People will try to imitate the individual. People will try to imitate that senior leader, that middle leader, whoever that individual was that, that made an impact on them and they just want to be the same way. But in reality is you shouldn't have to be somebody else. You should be yourself. But then using some tools from that individual, some things from that individual that may be able to help you move towards whatever you want. But I think it's just, to me, it's just that. It's just, you know, I don't, um, I'm not a big cliche individual. I, I just... I, I, to me, is I, I like to share what I know mm-hmm. with other individuals, you know, because at the end of the day, sooner or later, I won't be in this earth anymore. So, so, so if I'm able to impart some wisdom, or if I'm able to, to share something that it was an experience for me that somebody else can use it mm-hmm. to turn into a positive or to use it for something else, then why not? You know, why why take that with me? And not give that to somebody exactly. else. Exactly. Essentially, be the change you want to see in the world. Yeah. It's like a very common quote that goes around that. That's kind of what you're emulating right yeah. now. Like, leave your legacy and make sure it keeps being passed yeah, on. Yeah, and, 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 and it should be that way. To me, it's, every, you know, uh, everyone should be should be thinking about, okay, why do I, you know, not so much why do I want to, I want to be remembered by, but no, it's just why do I want to leave behind that can help somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's, that's to me, that's the biggest legacy is just leave tools that somebody may be able to use um, for something else. That's a good answer. All right. I will answer the last question from the mug. Do you play any instruments slash what instrument would you want to learn? Um, I personally play guitar, um, did play a little bit of keyboard for a little bit, sold that keyboard cause I didn't play it anymore and played flute all throughout m- elementary, middle and high school. Um, instrument I would want to learn. Um, I don't 
there haven't been any that really struck me that I would want to learn. Um, I just want to keep learning how to play guitar because I'm teaching myself very slowly and I only know like four, four chords. So there is that. What about you? So I've never really played an instrument. I mean, I played the, the recorder. Oh yeah. Everybody played that. I mean, that's, that's a, it's a school, it's a school thing. Um, but, but after that, I never really, I don't think music was playing music was one of my things i think mm-hmm. i think it was more listening to music versus <laughs> playing playing an instrument um i mean i always been fascinating by by um by the the bongos and the congas mm-hmm. and because it's just it's just i was been I it's was, part of the culture it, it's the culture you know i love salsa music and it's just one of the things that it goes with the culture and i was i was always fascinating and you know and learning how to play them and whatnot but and it was it wasn't one of those things that I need to learn. Mm-hmm. No, I just uh, it was fascinating, but I don't think it was fascinating enough to to follow that. I think for me, like I said, I always been a sports individual. I was uh, I always wanted to just just be out there and just just be just be playing sports, just mm-hmm. playing basketball, and that's what you know. It's one of the things that I did. Uh, I used to play basketball from sun in to sun out every single day. Uh, throughout high school and, and and that's to me that was that was what made made my day uh other than hanging out with my friends uh, uh through the neighborhood and 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 just you know just being who I was mm-hmm. so as far as instruments go so in christmas Chris, christmas time well still can't talk um we have parandas and if you are not puerto rican or hispanic and you don't know what that is it's basically the Puerto Rican version of Christmas caroling, yeah, but the, the much lo- louder loud and version. much wilder and all that. But it's a blast and a hell of a good time. Um, but when we have parandas, you typically play some of the instruments whenever we sing the songs and stuff. So did you essentially learn those by just every year being family in the paranda or was that something that you kind of learned later in life? No. So, so those, your, your mom, um, gifted those to me, I will say maybe 15, 15, 18 years ago. Uh, she gifted what we call planeras. Mm-hmm. Uh, she gifted those to me. I didn't know how to play them. Uh, but when we were stationed in Maryland, we had a friend that knew how to play them. He was a Cuban guy that knew how to play them and just kind of showed me real quick uh, how to play two of them. Mm-hmm. Not the third one, because the third one is kind of like the hardest, what they call the quinto, which is the smallest one, and that's the one that makes, that makes the 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 most rhythm. Versus the other one is just kind of like the like a beat, like a beat. The other two are just most more of the beat. The other one is kind of like the one that follows the song and 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 goes by itself. Mm-hmm. But I, that was too hard for me to learn, because like I said, I've never been the the instrument guy. So so one, uh, you know, you know, one of the Christmas back then, I think it was a early early 2000s um he just kind of showed me how to just run the beat with those and after that it just stuck it stuck with me because mm-hmm. it's it's so easy it's a one two one two it's pretty simple so so why not so so i think that was and you know yeah given the culture you know and it's always like i said it's it's a christmas thing it's not an all year round exactly. so so that's what that's what it stuck to me but but yeah but i have never been a learn uh, a learn instrument learn music type of individual no i just listen to music 
<laughs> let, let others make it and play it and i'll just listen to it and you'll be the consumer that's it <laughs> well dad that brings us to the end i can't talk the end of the podcast i would like to thank you so much for finally joining me <laughs> on an episode it was about time and thank you for sharing your wisdom and your knowledge with me and the entire population that listens to my podcast <laughs> not so much but eventually maybe soon um but yeah do you have any final remarks or anything you kind of just want to share anything like that no if 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 anything you know just just with 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 um departing here or or you know finishing the podcast just i just want to just kind of just put out there to everybody as you you know it's always um see what you want to do in life set those objectives and those things that you want to really attain and little by little, do everything within yourself to reach those goals. Never let anybody else tell you you're not capable of because they don't know. Only you will know. And and never take a step back. Um, always take care of yourself. Always remember nobody else will take care of you but you. And at the end of the day, you came in by yourself to this world and you leave by yourself in this world. So do everything within your power to ensure that you attain everything that you have put in front of you uh, to do. And and just, you know, just be, you know, be, be up front with you and just be, be you. Don't let nobody else change who you are uh, to the core. Always be you. And that's it. And and just thank you for having me. Yeah, it was it was a long time, but like I said, like you said, I'm not. I don't like to be the one in the spotlight. It's never been my my thing. You know, I like to sit back and just watch um, individuals and just just continue on. But but thank you. All right, and with that, y'all can listen wherever you want to listen, watch wherever you want to watch, and I will talk to y'all on the next one. Bye. <laughs>